Gold Trip up to New Marion Knight's order and then came Durston getting out. Gold Trip, 100 metres to go just in front. Durston is coming at Gold Trip and got up. Durston has got up to win it for Mickey D. Welcome to Bet Doctor. Behind the curtain, look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot, and I'm joined in studio, master punter, John Walter. How are you? Master punter. Winner. You won. You won the tournament. You won Augusta. I thought there was more. Isn't there not more? Doesn't it just keep going? Or is, it, is that it? That's it. It's done. Now, what have I got to do? Retire. Now I've got to do GoFundMe so I can get over there. Well, if you're going to retire from streams, you have to have a press conference. No, you only have to have a press conference when you're, uh, you're backing and laying and doing all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff. So I'll stay away from press conference. I don't think you're going to be retired. I'm going to get a cage match sorted with uh, you <sighs> and Gordo from uh, Racing Rant, and that'll get you out of retirement. How are the boys down in sunny Melbourne? Well, spot on, Scoot. We're beautiful sunny weather down here. We're going all right, except that, as usual, Nico, we bloody rain's coming again. Yep. Sunny, but, uh, you know, 30 mil predicted in the next two <laughs> days. That's always good, isn't it? So. Um, and during, it looks like what they're, I mean, Trusting the bomb, but during the meetings, that's the worst thing. Going to be rainy during tomorrow night and during Saturday afternoon. So mm. that's not not ideal. But um, anyway, we used probably to probably the, the worst track for that to happen to in Melbourne. Like it's so old that Mooney Valley track well, now. Well, like Ma- it just can't handle rain in the meeting. Yeah, Marty's saying he's in because they did some remote. They've done some works on it over that break and everything. He says it has helped and he's in good order, but it's still still old. Mm. Mm, a big uh, buy beware for betting early, that's for sure, at uh, the Valley. We're still going to uh, preview amazing uh, cosplay racing and uh, also the spring champion on Saturday. But uh, just quickly in the rearview mirror, a uh, little birdie master punter. For those that missed it, uh, we've just got a graphic up on screen now. What was too strong? 51,851 from a starting bank of 25,000. And then he defeated uh, Johnny McLeod, 23,250. So both punters were... Having a pretty good day. And then uh, Johnny McLeod tried to have a real big swing in the last race at Eagle Farm and uh, just missed out there. And, yeah, just a little bit disappointing for, I guess, uh, both betting banks that uh, the second horse uh, didn't win there. I think the horse scored indiscreetly. But uh, it was a spirited contest. It was an epic. It was six and a half hours. And I think one of the highlights for me, not just the stream, was we went out for dinner. We went to the Graham Hotel. And i tell you what, there was this young fella dragging a bird home at about uh, 11.30 or midnight, and uh, no word of a lie, he goes from walking inside to it to turning around like he was like absolutely frightened. He said, hey, that's you, Walt. You legend. I saw you in the stream. He said, well done, mate. So, mate, you're starstruck already. So oh, it would have been a tip. I wish he was hey? lying. I wish he was lying. That's true, wasn't it? Oh, my God. One person in the street, it was like whatever time it was at <laughs> night, it was four degrees. Yeah, uh, that's the weirdest thing ever, and and he was the only one that got lucky that night. <laughs> oh, it was a sight to behold. I think you missed that uh, DK. I don't know where you slipped off to, but um, that was sensational. But uh, I tell you what, if you're not not a believer of, I guess, the ability of all all four boys in the stream, and especially Walt kicking out of that, you'll uh, you'll never be the the punting was just ferocious, and it was uh, it was insane. Really, it was just uh, just a cracking. A cracking Saturday, really, and the Everest was, I guess, finally lived up to be a race. Uh, it looked like for a long time in the build-up that it was just going to be a one-horse race, but uh, Giga Kick just jumped out of the ground and obviously Walt's horse, Private Eye, you know, licking our wounds there. But mm. I'm not sure what the ROI is on uh, Everest Day, but they finally uh, put something together. And I was thinking yeah, they might produce some ROI on what we had to do. No, nothing. Just, you know, bread and butter figures up on a screen. You, you could go deeper, profit on turnover, something, how we break it down to states. You could have provided some, you know, insight into how we actually went, but no, nah, that's not Nick's go. Too many winners. You just mate, couldn't miss, winners. I think, for the first mate, time. Old mate up the street, he wants all that. He wants all that. He wants to know. 
a million winners. We'll, we'll post it out there. But uh, how many winners did you back for charity? Yeah, zero. Yeah, well done. Uh, terrible, isn't it? <laughs> it just happens every time we do a stream. There was one race there where it was like, oh, I half needed a result. Two horses. And you backed two of them. I'm like, oh, no, I'm off here. So, yeah, it's just in, you don't really want to speak up because you are the uh, the voice of death. Right, it's terrible. We had we backed one of John Kelton's. It it ran last, which just never happens. And then the other horse, Catalyst, it had a cardiac arrhythmia. So yeah, killed well, it as well. There's two. So we've killed two for charity. So I'll tell you what, uh, generous of Top Sport putting on the prize and uh, putting up those charity bets. But, uh, yeah, tell you what, we definitely butchered them. So we might have to go back to uh, the crowd to try and pack a winner because definitely uh, we made an absolute meal of it uh, in the stream room. But, uh, boys, uh, Geelong Cup, it was definitely uh, suns out. would have been absolutely sensational to just absolutely let rip down at Geelong Cup. Uh, Emissary, uh, can we see it threatening in the Melbourne Cup, Nico? No. No, I think it's, what is it, 25 to 1 or 30 to 1 chance after no. that win and you'll get, a, you'll get a penalty to get in. It wasn't a bad Geelong Cup as far as Geelong Cups go, was it? Like, we've had some weak ones there with small fields and... It wasn't a bad effort to round them up. But, uh, it was a good effort, but I just the way the race is sort of shaping up, I think you're going to, you know, the, the market is saying that these internationals coming over are probably much better than our yeah. horses already. So you're going to have to be doing better than winning a Geelong Cup by sort of a length. Surefire ran well. Interpretation was probably not ridden to his strengths again, but I don't know if he's much good. Um, tough day out at Geelong. I'm happy to put that in the rearview mirror for sure. It was a long drive home. <laughs> Oh, joy, Nico. A lot of no so joy. I think I didn't turn the radio on or anything on until I, until I got out of Geelong, which is about sort of 25, 30 minutes from the track. The old mind. Just sat there in the silence. Soul searching. Yep. Mm, those days they happen, mate. <laughs> Surefire, what are you to kick it out of bed? Finally? Surefire. Oh, he just pulled his head off the whole way and, and only got beat a length. So I'd say that form's absolute crap. I'd say uh, he uh, he's sort of come to the end of his prep and still nearly got away with it. So if that horse wins the Melbourne Cup, um, yeah, as I said, PDBL's probably right. Just bar the race, turn it into the you know the, the Richie Calendar handicap or something, and and make a, a real race of it. I tell you what, there were some big statements last week on Bet Doctor, and then I sort of followed up with one as well. But uh, you got very lucky. Let's talk about the Caulfield Cup form. I think you said you'd give DK a reach around and a polish and all this sort of stuff if Gold Trip won. I tell you what, gave it the Friday life and Durst and scratching only got in with a scratching, and it was uh, just the weight swing was just too strong and maybe just failed to run out the strong 2400. But you got so lucky. Then who, who backed? Who backed? You backed the winner. Oh, sorry, backed the winner. And <laughs> so did I. Like. Didn't win. And has any has Beno finished yet? Richie, Beno finished yet? No. I don't know. No. Pulled up lame. Crikey. Lame. Yeah, lame. It was lame. Got lucky again. It was lame. That was, yeah, lame. Oh, forgive Beno. It'll, it, it just maybe it'll win the Melbourne Cup. You won everything except for the Everest, didn't you? Sickening. Sickening. <laughs> Bodies and everything. Bodies and everything. And, you know, and what was the race that I unloaded on? Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, you got it. The Everest. Yeah, another, another, another great uh, uh, advertisement for weights are the basis of racing. What, what was the weight swing between Gold Trip and Smoke and Romans again? And how far did Gold Trip beat Smoke and Romans home? To be fair, Smoke and Romans wasn't given the greatest chance to sort of be in the race, but um, well, yeah, it's probably a bit overplayed. Don't talk about Rachel Carr or Jamie King like that. All right, <laughs> don't don't talk about her negative light. Otherwise, I start getting trolled. Okay, so obviously Montefiore has uh, got a miss or is no, uh, no, she's not. It's all good. That was yeah, it was all false, 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 false mail. I think it's so all good. Is, is it going on the Melbourne Cup so. now? Yeah, I think it's all good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Gee, they got that wrong. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so out of I the. I think that was a. 
There was a tweet from last year, which has just caught a few of us out. <laughs> yeah, got circular, recirculated, recirculated. 2021. Jeez, is that <laughs> like April Fool's Day in October? Yeah. Jeez, that's, that's a low blow. I've missed, I've missed a trick there. All right, so Caulfield Cup form. Is there any horses that can win the Melbourne Cup out of that? Nico, first. Uh, yeah, Jewess. I thought she ran really well. Uh, hit the line. Again, another slowly run race. I think Ed Cummings is probably right. She's just crying out for a faster run race. Looks like they've really just set her for one race. So, um, yeah, I, I imagine if you're betting in the cup, I think you just got to back Jewess. Oh, I'll go apples to apples. I, I don't know if he can win, but he's in terrific form. He's bound to clear. Yep. And he's he's uh, track and distance. Apples to apples, punnels will love that. So uh, he's, he's going terrific. Mm. He did have his birthday to win the race a couple of years ago, though. Dewey, uh, your team, Dewey, you're going to just kick up and I'll, say? I won't double down on the reach around, but if anything beats Knight's Order, I'm out of that cup. I am. Uh, it, something's happened. It's died in the run. Knight's Order will be beating them home with another 800 metres to go. It was uh, probably not Timmy's best ride, but I think uh, it was a cracking run. And I think Knight's Order. I thought Order he rode it absolutely perfect, but it's just, you know, the horses around him were. You've just got a better turn of foot when they get out to 3,200. I don't think um, turn of foot's going to come into play. Mm-hmm. So you're going to jump off, Dewey? I never was on. I never was on. Not done in the Melbourne Cup. Never, never, oh, okay. never. I thought that if it was going to win a race, it was the Caulfield Cup. But, okay. um, yeah, a few things went against it on, on Saturday. I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about Dewey. And I just, it's racing pattern. Where's it going to be? Mm, that's okay. I think it, I don't know, it doesn't bother me. Mm. I, I think those two are the two to take out. Um, well, okay, cup uh, cup week. Me and Donnie got a little bit of a special here. Walt's done the graphics here. He's been really kind to us. Oh. We've got a cup week punters club. So uh, we're going to get the little birdie app absolutely firing here. We're going to close the bank. So it'll be – it's open now. There's already some cash in there, which is brilliant. And then so we're going to have a rolling punters club. So follow it all on the little birdie app. You can jump in the Discord chat room once upon a time in Flemington. You got uh, Donnie there as Leonardo DiCaprio, and you got me. It's uh, Brad Pitt, and then uh, we're going to go Derby Cup, Oaks, and Stakes Day. So this one, we're going to open it or uh, start betting for Derby Day, and then we're just going to keep it rolling and building. So we're just going to sniper style, pick the eyes out of all the markets for a week, and then we'll pay out after Stakes Day. So it's going to be four big days of the carnival and e- everywhere and anywhere in between. So it's going to be patient betting, but we're going to pick off top sport wherever we can. Wow. Hey! Wow! Alana saw it and she said, "Oh, you got a great hair long." I said, "I'm not oh, going to do that." You've picked the four hardest days in the world. You've picked the worst graphic that's sort of least representative of the two people involved. You're under the pump. Do you reckon we'll win? You're under. The, will you win? Not for charity. <laughs> we might have to put a charity element, but uh, everyone's happy to contribute there from uh, the shows if they got a uh, a hot one or a rot. I think. Uh, how, DK, on there's, cu- there's not enough handicaps cup week for Scooty. No, no, you've got to hang on, to hang on to Lakes Day. There's normally two. There's Warrnambool. Yeah, the Cup's the other handicap. Yeah. <laughs> there's enough. No, there's plenty, plenty of out-wide joints on there that week, so we'll flick something through to your scooty, maybe. There's about 80 meetings on – how many – Melbourne Cup Day, how many meetings are there around the country? Oh, there'd be – yeah, well, covered, like, race meetings, for, I don't know. but You've got to actually drive there to fucking bet on them. <laughs> Get the keys. It's did be- that once. Did that once. Drove to Wangaratta. Melbourne Cup day and did me absolute kyber. That was that was good. <laughs> Three hours. Went to Tamworth one day to back on. See when old Timmy Bell was still alive and that, that border rebel. He was a good horse. I'm sticker looking up when Hellraiser Boy was the name of the goddamn horse. I went to back at Tamworth. So uh, I'm scared to look how long ago that was. I'm not even going to look it up. <laughs> the other the other pearl is bookies will be asleep at the wheel. So if uh, it, it'll pay to just do a little bit out wide form that day, you might be able to sneak up on them when they're not looking. 
And Bookies will be asleep at the wheel. They'll bet you to win $500 and, yeah. uh, and then slash the price. It should be awesome. Now, especially, uh, I tell you what, it'll be frantic around Melbourne Cup Cup time. So if you want to try and put a bet through, just do it 10 minutes before the Cup and they won't even see it go through. Little Pearl. All right, track screen this week, the runner-up. Extortion at Horsham, I'm going to call this. $15 for six dumplings from our old mate, Juppy. I'll tell you what, DK, that is absolute Crap. Lucky he's got old Love's credit throw. card, isn't it? Lucky he's got yeah. old Natalie's, Natalie, uh, Natalie's Natalie. credit card to swipe through. <laughs> Otherwise, he would be in a coma. He, he's a dumpling man too, Juppy. He's got the, the air fryer at home. When he, when he was driving the dump truck, he, he'd call in at home, get the dumplings out of the freezer, put them in the in the, in the the air fryer. And even so, he, he's, he's a dumplings connoisseur, Juppy. I'm surprised he didn't put where's the balaclava in that one as hashtag or something. But um, as we said, you've got to get, got to get, got to get past that um, – you're a dumpling person. Rather than buying them like that, you've got to get through the uh, the frozen section of the supermarket and uh, always take a peek and see if Diana Chan or the KBs are on the special because that is, that is value. They're about thirty cents each, rather than two dollars fifty each. There, whatever the markup is on that. I did say to have them. Beck makes them from the wax and thing. I have about thirty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't you're very. Say. You're all or nothing on the food. Have you? You got an yeah, air fryer? 30. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was like, I thought I'd blow the house up the other day. Beck's like, oh, can you make things? Beck's sister's sick. Can you make some ash browns to the little boy? Come on, I'm not touching that thing. She's like, open it, put it in, turn it to 15. You're done. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I could be a, I could be on MasterChef next year now. I'll tell you what, if you haven't got an air fryer, I've only had one for a couple of years, but they are absolute Mickey Mouse. Barely use the microwave and everything comes back uh, real crispy and, and toasty. Nice. I'm a big fan. Juppy got me onto it. I think we're looking for an air fryer sponsor so for the show. So if you know anyone, uh, we, we're looking for a sponsor for air fryers. You need the big one too, like the four litre. You don't want the little ones. Yeah, you need yeah, a big you one. You need one. to put a full up. Yeah. Put a roast chook in those yeah, ones, yeah, exactly. can't you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Put a jockey in there if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> They're bomb-proof. The winner for Screen, Track Screen, at Track Screen on Twitter, is uh, the fried chicken burger and slaw. This looks absolutely tasty, uh, and, but I don't know about the four for $44, the Han super no. super dry cans. That's that's sort of speaking about extortion. Awesome. That's uh, bad going at random. I wouldn't mind a close-up of the, the chicken too. It looks like it's been cooked about 13 times as well. I think it might have gone early here. No, I reckon it's uh, it's grouse up for sixteen fifty. So at Tracks Grand, submit and then uh, hit us a DM on Little Birdie with what you've put in, and uh, we'll give you a free trial of one of our subs. I was going to say, un- out of control retail prices for beer and stuff. Like, I had a drink the other day at the pub, and the, uh, I said, "Give us one of them Peronis or something." The bloke said, "Give us fourteen fifty, fourteen fifty for a beer." Unreal. Mm-hmm. That's crazy for a stubby. You get a slab for $60. It wasn't bucks. a stubby. It was a big glass or something, but still fucking $15, please. Yeah, it is. It's, it's absolutely gone. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and Skate get 20% off using the code Little Birdie. Uh, it was probably the edge. Walt was fully shaved down. He got John McLeod. He's got the biggest calves on the planet, John McLeod. So if he wanted to shave his legs, he'd do it faster with a Manscaped lawnmower. So type in the code Little Birdie, uh, spelt exactly how he spelled the show, and you get 20% off. It's Christmas just around the corner. If you've got your old man or a cousin or a brother or a Chris KK, make sure you uh, check out Manscaped, get the code. and It's an absolute beauty. The weed whacker, up the beak, clear the runways. It's uh, it's perfect stuff for uh, summer, silly season. Not Clue Clucks. That's Chris Chris Kringle. Is it, is it not Clue Clucks? I thought you were, I thought you were heading down a dark path there. Yeah, mate, Krispy Kreme in our – you can get Krispy Kreme as well. at Macca's. Donuts. Oh, I thought you've never had one. Oh, no, I know. I might, I might get one. Oh, I've never had one. 
We saw him at the airport when we uh, when we flew back from uh, from Melbourne. That's mm-hmm. why we're talking about it. Today's show is going to be a beauty. Is Don is good? I tell you what, he just tried to go bang with one dart. Stella Magic. The McLeod boys penned it from the yard, and it went like that was a, our best result. Both of us, we backed the fifteen to one winner. Went like a busted. <laughs> went like a busted. <laughs> Poor old Donny. Poor old Donny got uh, stabbed in the back. So I think he's going to go a little bit wider. He's going to have a two bet strategy this week. Spring champion. Uh, the invitation. The Kenny Callender and Max Presnell for Walt Sydney Racing is back. Tell you what, one sunny day in Sydney, what a difference it makes. But uh, there's rain forecast yet again. The top spot steamers got close. Jack and O last week and Kiss Sun ran really well but still didn't get the chockies. Uh, always uh, interested to see what's doing early with those. Uh, the delay of the week, I think we've got another one, Scratch Old Flame. Um, so we'll find one this week. It uh, oh, might be Animo. Might try and uh, get him beat. Good luck. Hey? Get a beat. It would be hard to get out of top two. You would get a beat, but he might get. What you got peas for nuts or what? You got to get the elephant balls out, mate. Got to have a go. Might might be some big statements here. I put the peroxide here on the line. I don't think DK obsessed with peroxide, mate. There's too much of it been leaking through the skin. Well, you should be giving up the thing about you was in the reach arounds and yeah. Well, I'd I'd much rather be that done. You know, whatever. (laughs) Shut your eyes. Pretend it's not happening. Other than look in the mirror for three months while you look like Eminem. All right, we'll, well, we might have we might have a couple of a couple. What of, was the lay last week? What was last week's thing? Old flame got scratched. scratched. Oh, got scratched. He started to pick scratchings now. Things he knows are going to come out <laughs> so that he doesn't have to deal with the pressure. <laughs> oh, we just like most of the horses that we lay are in blue. They either got off and yeah, that's good because their strike rate is about eighty four percent. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Oh, top sport take uh, our bets, and uh, they let you on to win five k or the group ones. I tell you what, the customer service is impeccable. Their website is on fire, and you'll get paid straight away. So none of this uh, in the abyss. Uh, just stick to who you trust and who you know. We'll just uh, get the job done. So make sure you support topsport.com.au and uh, give them a go this week for the Cox Plate. Um, I see they were aggressive a couple of horses uh, yesterday. They were taking a bit of a stand, a couple of favourites uh, yesterday at Geelong and Wagga. So it's good to see the boys having a crack at some of the favourites there. Nico, I tell you what, uh, Geelong yesterday and then you got the double header Friday, Saturday. It's a nice little uh, hit out before Cup Week to prime yourself. Uh, it's $149, your mounting yard mail set. So that's great shopping. So you're going to get a ton of uh, content there for the next uh, couple of weeks to help you through. So uh, I think uh, the Valley and the Flemington tracks are definitely up your alley. So it's uh, definitely one to pick there, the Telegram group. But uh, Manicato Stakes Night, Friday night. And as we said before, definitely a weather watch here. And the first race that you're going to have a look at here is uh, race three. The Sepelt Wines Country Cup Final is Voltan 440, Stylish and 480, Demando $5, Diesel and Dust 7, Rattle and Bang, uh, named after DK, $8, and then Legend of Zorro 850, and Sam's Image 850. That's the horse in the market, but uh, stylish enough with uh, Screechy Michi is the one you like here, Nico. He's uh, last start replay now. This is probably the worst race of the carnival, but uh, if there's one thing DK's taught me, it's all winners pay the same. So we're going to be betting here, stylish enough here in the Purcell colours. Um, jumps to the front, takes the lead here. Interesting enough, the favourite in this race is behind her, Voltan, in the yellow colours and can't sort of reel him in. Um, his recent form has been outstanding, sort of, I think, eight of his last nine starts. He's running the top three, um, so he's absolutely flying. I thought this was a pretty good win. He's very good when he can sort of control the race and get up on speed. I don't know if he'll find the control here because Rattle and Bang's drawn inside him or outside him probably has to cross him. But Rattle and Bang did miss the start the other day at Maui. Um, so maybe if he sort of misses it, Linda goes straight to the front. 
finds the fence or she's the outside lead at worst. Um, he's a very good wet tracker, this horse. If the rain sort of does come and we're dealing in a, a sort of soft track um, early in the program, he is uh, very deadly on those wet conditions. And I think he's just in a real purple patch of form. Um, 1,200 seems to be sweet spot. He doesn't seem like he gets much further, but his record at 1,200s um, very good, especially recently. And I just thought there's everything in his favour um, to be running a big race here. The track's probably going to be on speed Friday night, so I doubt you want to be backing too many horses that are going to get too far back. Uh, I thought 480, he should definitely be favourite. You could mark him much shorter, and if he finds the front, I think he'll win. Found the weakest race and uh, found the moral. Hopefully the rain come. I think it'll come heavily by the look of the forecast, up to 15 mil forecast. DK, you got anything to add there? No, nothing to add there. No, no, no. Let's go to the next. Your favourite, the Manicato, race seven over 1,200 metres, group one. It's Paulelli, 370, cool and get a $5. Bella Nipatina. Mr. Lawson Source, five fifty. Rothfire, six fifty. Best of Bordeaux, one a waltz, twelve dollars, eleven eleven, sixteen dollars September run nineteen. Uh horse like the Astrologist, Rock and Horse, Behemoth, horse that we've potted a few times, and then in the boat, the Inferno, Jamea, one a waltz. Um, and I'm not gonna bother talking about any of the rest here, but uh let's roll through a couple of the replays here. And the first one we're gonna have a look at is the Moya, the thousand meter. So You've just got Cool and Gatter controlling up in front. You've got Generation in behind. You've got Bell and Patina doing some work and in a bit of a bumping duel with Rothfire. Re- dives late. Uh, Bell and Patina doesn't quite get her. Um, it's going to be a different kettle of fish going to 1,200. Nico? Yeah, completely different. And Cool and Gatter had everything in her favour this night. Sort of found the front, didn't go too fast on the sort of monorail up the fence. It was very hard to sort of get back and make ground. Palaley since come out of that race and won. Rothfire was very well supported in the betting there and sort of looked like he would be suited getting to 1,200 metres. So uh, Balanik Patina, I think, went up favourite around 4.20 and she sort of drifted back out. But I would sort of be expecting a few of those will turn the tables on uh, Cool and Gatter at 1,200. Although she is in very well at the weights with only 51 kilos and does get a similar setup drawing barrier one again. Um, they were kind of coming at her late. I think at the end of a strong run, 1,200, she could be a little suspect. Mm, interesting one with uh, Polelli here. You just, uh, in the last, what, 300 metres, you see it uh, get hit over the nose. It was a bit like uh, <clears throat> Johnny McLeod. He just whacked uh, Walt over the nose after the first race at uh, Brisbane last week and certainly wait, woke him up. But uh, you see Polelli in this, uh, I think, the Caulfield sprint here over 1,100 metres. He really found the line here just in behind him. So it was actually not a bad... Uh, not a bad win, all told, and just showed a fair bit of character. And I think um, the Godolphin Yard are just trying to find the um, the Group One tick tick the Group One uh, box with uh, with Paul Ellie there. But uh, yeah, seriously, watching was, both like, was at the hundred too. It was mm. like at the hundred. How gone are these races? <laughs> They just like they look like they're rocking horses, and these are our best sprinters. They look like rocking horses coming up the straights. Well, they're the B graders because all the the but best sprinters went to the Everest. Yeah, that's right. But then what are they? That's right. Like Giga Kick Echo is a really good win, but all that Nature Strip form looks crap. All this, uh, all this bloody uh, some Melbourne form looks crap. It's there's just not much between them, is there? Like best of Bordeaux, he could be back. Let's have a look at his replay. Last time we uh, put the knife into him and. I was I was off a bit of a setback, twenty eight days, and maybe is he just a wet tracker, Walt, or are they no good? What's the same sort of story, isn't it? Like, what do you do? What do you do with all this form? Like, sweet rides, I think in this race, it's in another race, and it's fifty to one, sort <laughs> of looms up to him here. He said certainly had every possible chance here, apart from the setup that he had coming off a virus or or whatever. And and what does he do here? He's probably the interesting horse in the race, I guess. Mm. Um, can he cross him? 
the barrier looks tough for him. Like he's drawn fourteen. I thought Tim, it was Timmy's going to have perfect barrier, just quietly, only because there's only one leader, isn't there? Astrologist. Who else? Who else can lead? Cool and Gatto. Cool and Gatto will be out there from one. She'll punch. She won't want to lead over twelve hundred. I don't think. If she leads, that's it. It's all over. It's five thousand to one. Pick up and let him cross, maybe. Maybe yeah. she takes a box seat. Yeah, I just thought maybe like that was a really slowly run race there. Obviously on a wet track, so you got to factor that in. But um, just how how quick he's going to have to go in front here to potentially you know at weight for age, it's never run slowly. The Manicato. Um, I could see that there is an angle that he's got potentially more upside than a few of these, and he might be sort of hitting his best now. Um, looks like he's sort of peaking now. Looks like they've peaked him to get to his best sort of fourth up in this or the Coolmore. So, um, yeah, 17s into 12s is an interesting move, but uh, I was kind of looking at more of the older horses here. I was probably against both the three-year-olds. I think Balani Patina gets a soft run. I just run. want to pull you up for a sec. Tim's also going to throw in a change of tactic. What he's going to do is he's going to come out waving <laughs> the whip, yelling out, giga kick, giga kick, giga kick, and, and that's his change of tactics. Is that is that uh, is that upset? Does that change your thinking? What are that? What, he, you're obviously pointing that to Jamie Carr. I, I didn't say that, but that's what I'm. It's my, I'm reading in between the lines there, and you're just trying to. Well, shoot. <laughs> they should take a box seat and just not participate. If that's does if that change Nico's market? Is all I'm interested. I'm not worried about what you think. I'm asking, does that change Nico's idea? Yeah, it helps even more. You depend it even further, then, wouldn't you? Cool and gutter, but um. There's plenty happening in this race. It does, if you can run on, it, it kind of looks like Polately's race. Gets a 1,200, good win last start. Likes Mooney Valley. He's sort of ticking all the boxes, J-Mac. I'll tell you what, if the if you can run on, like it's going to have to be wet and the rail to chop out, which I don't know what will happen, but Behemoth is back. He had a recent trial. Oh, they put the blinkers on him, yeah. and he absolutely flew. Like I think it's the best I've ever seen him trial. Um he will run a race there Friday night. He might be charging home for fifth, sort of down the outside lanes. You might not be able to get a collect out of him, but at $31, I think you got to have something on him. Oh, it's taken him so long to throw these shades on, you know. Yeah, I mean, he said he's been odd, thinking about it? it and stuff, and now it's sort of getting the last gaff sort of thing rather than maybe he hasn't needed them before, but anyway. He love was, those, love the shades. He was They're switched on in that trial. Absolutely Ooh. just, just the, looks yeah. like he's ready to rock and roll. Yeah, just the, just, just the map. It's, Behemoth it's wins at Manicato. In uh, PVL, will get he'll get it through Parliament. They'll put the wall up. <laughs> Even Donald Trump, mate, they'll put the wall up. Mexico will be segregated forever. It's at least with Behemoth, Nico. Uh, it's the price that you take a risk, like thirty four dollars. You don't. You only have to have an absolute cashier nut on to uh, to have a throw at the stumps here. And I, you, you know, can't you can't get involved for the the max in the race and not have something on him at thirties or forties or fifties late. Like you just got to have something on there. Mm. Hopefully, Palili's P- dead set the only horse you can back. Surely, like it, it's the only horse that hits the line in the race. Mm. I, I thought there was only three chances in Pallelli, Bella, and then Best of Bordeaux, but I don't know. I haven't had a good look at it. I thought September Run wasn't a bad roughie. She got sort of held up badly in the Moya. Good record at Mooney Valley. And then uh, recent jump out was very, very good at Flemington. So, um, again, map, but she's sort of overcome it before and won similar races. So, mm. deep race. You could make a case for plenty. Rothfire's not out of the game, but I didn't really find an angle, to be honest. Just sort of spewing for the sake of it. Mm, could be uh, Leaders Paradise, Mooney Valley, and just be careful with Mooney Valley. You don't want to bust up on Mooney Valley on the Friday night, have no chips to play with on Saturday. And then, again, don't blow your bank to pieces. Wait for Flemington because there's, there's just so much racing in the next two weeks. Don't just go off too hard too early. A little aside, say that Tim comes out screaming <laughs> after the race, a bit of action, a bit of fire up in the bed. Who do you back in a, in a one-round UFC you know, fight there? 
Tim Clark or Jamie Carr? Yeah, well, it's no, not a fair contest. Jamie, just knock him straight out. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh, this is what we deal He's with. He's got too much weight in his backside, Tim. So you just tap him on the chin, he just goes over, back, back ass over. I don't drink water out of the tappy because I tell you what, long term tap water drinking up in the Gold Coast sends you absolutely crackers. You've got to know these things. you know these water things. Jug. This is what you need to get. Saturday at the Valley is a cracker. I've thrown in this one, the uh, the Vars, because this is a really good lead up usually to the Derby. <clears throat> or maybe not this year because uh, Peter Volandis has jacked the prize mount from the spring champion and uh, there's just talent sort of scattered everywhere now. Berakili Square is a favourite here, 220. Virtuous Circle is 460. Pericles is, well, I think that's how you say it, 650. Jenny Jerome, $9. Vegeta San, 11, uh, Berardino, 13, Dashing, 21, Sabaley, 21, and then uh, Skiffios, 34, who's first up uh, in the Guineas, probably wasn't suited there, and then Got to Be Savvy, 61, and better the rest. Any uh, thoughts here? It'd be interesting to see what they do with Barkley or Berakili Square here. I thought Barrier 7, Craig rides the valley quite well. Um, thoughts, Nico? Yeah, I think you'll push forward from 7. I could see him one out, one back, two pairs back, one off. I was nearly going to tip this on the show. I think you'll be very hard to beat there, Saturday. I think he's bang on his right price at two twenty. He'd like to get a little bit better. I just don't know whether the market kind of finds one. Maybe they find they get Olfen horse. It looks poorly set up, sort of fourteen, fourteen out to two thousand on potentially a wet track. So, yeah, I think Berkeley Square is definitely um, your winner. I think I would sort of be tipping this maybe the lead up to the Derby if these two back up um, Berkeley Square and uh, Virtuous Circle. I think Virtuous Circle is definitely sort of top seed for the Derby at the moment. I think he's the horse that's looking for the twenty five hundred um, quickly. J Max sticks here. I think he'll be the danger to Berkeley Square, but I think Berkeley Square just might have a bit more talent over two thousand. But in the Derby, I'd probably switch him. So um, Skyfierce isn't a, a bad sort of rough chance to run a race here and then sort of back up into the Derby. And so is Bailey. So. Um, yeah, I'd be tipping this Vars form is pretty strong for next week, but Berkeley Square probably should handle them on Saturday. Skiffios was a horse that I sort of found. DK, you got any thoughts here? Oh, not really. Just um, no, I want to, want to see those those horses. Got, I mean, Grand Piero's got real stamina. That's what from yesterday. Um, that's what's going to hold him. You got to run the twenty five hundred and be strong. So, and the betting, like what was the betting? The betting that favourite yesterday, Russ Roller Dice and Grand Piero, the two twenty and four sixty. Any of the two favourites are two twenty and four sixty. So, um, um, with with the strong horse being able to step even too. If you're going to take on a favourite, you want something with a bit of strength. And Grand Piero out punched him yesterday a bit, bit, bit stronger. And but um, yeah, anyway, but Berkeley Square. I've um, anyway, I'm still not over it beating me on debut. But now I, I feel better about it. <laughs> I'm a bit of fortune on that Lego Ten, which is first up somewhere, isn't it, or in somewhere in the next couple of days. Mm. He's no star, is he, old Lego? No. Mm. How how were you after you saw the Captain Envious result? Uh, early in Geelong there, DK, I, I put a sort of put a bit of a call out. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> no, I was lucky. I was um, yesterday. I was the apparent helper on the Grade Three for St Martin's excursion to the MCG, which was fantastic. Actually, I tipped in that the tours of the MCG and all that, and I flicked it on once. I said, "I'm not looking at anything." I flicked it on once. Is what Scooty saying here? Captain Envious just won by two links at twelve dollars. Yeah, that was good. So I never looked at the phone the rest of the day. I just enjoyed me running around chasing kids all day around the MCG. That was good, but. Um, Isaac and his mates, but uh, anyway, yeah, but that's it. That was apples to apples. Didn't it? Didn't it go there two starts ago to the track and distance and win by four links? So, I mean, and it's all in hindsight. But what, you, what can you tell? Any other jabs for DK before you want to get off? You, you know, you want to stab I'm him in the trying back to jab everyone. Times. Trying to punch everyone. Pe- Pericles, what's this? Uh, this Sydney horse with uh, Rachel, Jamie Carr on? What, what race is it? In, in the two thousand meter race, yeah, it'll smash him. Six fifty. 
It'll smash them. It's a better horse than them. Just a matter of where that heavy track kill horse uh, run killed them the other day. Smash them. So if it's alive, it will win. And and who is on it? Rachel Carr. Yeah. Hang on. Jamie Carr. She could be arrested after that. What is that after the, the Manicata? The day after. We're the day the after. Well, I will see. I wouldn't be. I'll be waiting and seeing what unfolds on Friday night. I'll have a good look at that race. I didn't know it was in. Thanks for not telling me. <clears throat> He's fizzed up. That's Isn't what, the Cox Plate on? Is the Cox Plate actually on? Well, that's why they, they published the fields on Wednesday, so you can have a look Jeez, at them. It's a big, the show it's a big preview task. Six fifty is a bit. Yeah, it's, you, you should be getting better than six fifty. Let's have a look at uh, the Cox Plate. Hopefully, we finally. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the Cox Plate? Clear one. Okay, I'm getting a clear one. Animo. 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 I found the. I found the winner. I found the winner. They call it. Oh, guys, come on, scoop. Let's go. They're changing its name to Danamo on Saturday. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's going to happen with this track by the time all the rain hits. It's going to be... Oh. Won't matter, the winner. The winner won't matter. Oh, here we winner go. the better for this thing. Animo, $2.40. Zaki, $4.00. El Bogodon, $8.50 into uh, $7.50. I'm Thunderstruck, $13.00. Alligator Blood, $14.00. Gold Trip, $14.00. Mr. Brightside, $15.00. Moanga, $31.00. Laws of Indices, $34.00. Maximal, $61.00. Young Werther, $61.00. And Profondo, $71.00. All right, let's do some uh, replays and um, probably don't need them, but Might and Power lead up. Do you want to talk to us about this one, DK? You seem like you got a head of steam here. Oh, yeah, well, what? But Benno, who's, well, I'll agree with Walt now, he's no good. So he, what, gets beaten two links. Nonconformist gets beaten two links. You, know, you either say you're right, tipping this form or it's no good. I'm going to side with Walt. I'm going to say they're all much of it, you know, there's what, how much is between the first three there? Not much between them. Um, the whole field goes over the line together. It ain't much, much, much of a form reference. I'm going to side with that anyway. That's what I'm thinking about that. Anyone, anyone disagree? You would disagree, Walt? No, 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 I agree. He's oh, oh wow. Okay, okay, so then here's, here's El Bogodon. Uh, it's last 400. It's like the name. In the Great Voltiga. What then does it actually mean? Duvel Legend. The Bog? Is it the toilet or something? What is it? Not sure. Well, you won the John off last week. So here's uh, Duvel Legend just going past it and – well, that's my concern. If I'd rather probably back Duvel Legend to win a cup, this stayer, rather than El Bogodon sort of just sort of whacking away there over the 2400. Maybe he doesn't run the 2400. But on the inside? Yeah, then no. the green on the inside. I'm a bit bit nervous about this El Bogodon. It's got my favourite jockey on it, D Oliver. Where's it going to get to? Not sure. Get up there. It'll go forward. It'll go forward. It'll go forward. It'll stay the trip. Loves the conditions. And I'll tell you something. I saw that thing work at breakfast for the best, so it's only a little horse, right? Little horse. It scooted around that track, and then there it is on those big flat decks over there against horses who are suited on big flat decks, and he's only a little thing. So he comes to this bloody greyhound track, Mooney Valley. <laughs> it's going to be so well suited. He's going to be on pace. They're all they're all worries at the end of two thousand. He's going to stick, and the conditions, the weather it gets, if the, if the conditions worsen, it's going to be right up his alley. And he's the fresh blood. He's the he's the fresh. He's that, you know, imports have won the four Cox plates in Swinks, haven't they? Mm. First run in Australia. Like, oh, I thought I thought everyone's starting to point to him. Moral? I'm, I'm no judge. But no, I'm no, I'm just saying. Is this your top pick? Starting to point to him. Well, if, you, if you, you're trying to pick between Zaki and Animo and this and that and Thunderstruck and all this, or you keep it simple and so all well, the fresh blood can handle them. The so, DF. Yeah, different form. It's called the still life, El Bogodon. Means the still Bodagon. life. The still life. What does that even mean? I don't even. I need to translate what the still life means. Yeah, I'm not sure. Does that mean you just sit still? So it's like DK on every race except for maidens. I reckon that horse is going to scoot around the valley. Going to love it compared to those. Like 
And the thing, like, he ran second to the thing that ran second in the arc or something, didn't he? Like, it's not bad. That's pretty good form. Very you fit. Want to look at DF. As long as you, as it's long as you, well, he's going to be in the first four, you reckon? Mm. Yeah. He said you can put him anywhere, you can put him anywhere, and he'll stick. Well, what's Ollie so, going to do, though? Mr. Put him anywhere. Ollie loves the coffin. Well, he won't get to the coffin. Oh, he loves he's going coffin. back. He just, it's uh, not impossible. Does Jamie come out humming and hawing here or what? On Zaki. I think they finally take the handbrake off Zaki. I think it. Obviously, it's a cox plate, going to be stronger tempo. I think it's going to suit that runner more. I just, I'm worried about the inside surface being completely cactus. She might have to steer off. But yeah, just one more on El Bogart. I'm like, I've only first started thinking about him when we asked Trav about him the other day on the stream. And Trav said, Oh, I didn't even consider. And then I went, went and looking at him because I was going to pot him, went looking at him, and, and now he's his pick. Has he changed his mind or is uh, he in center? That's know. what he didn't he say. That's good. Oh, am I yes, yes, he did. He did say that on Saturday. He said that's, that was his pick. So that's when I started. Yeah, now we have got the some, now a bloke who knows what he's talking about with these imports and futures markets and everything is saying the DF might be the go here. Mm. Nico, yeah. The more I looked at the race and sort of the people I talked to about the international sort of figures and that, he doesn't seem like he has the ratings of a few of the others that have come over here previously and won it. So I think he's going to have to improve off what he's doing over there to sort of beat a few of these. Um, no surprise here. I'm with my uh, my blue boyfriend, Animo. I think it's yeah. it's definitely his race to lose. I think if they couldn't beat him the other day in the Caulfield Stakes, they all had the run at 1800. He was sort of only third up there. It's going to be um, tough going beating him here. He handled the Valley fine last year in the Cox Plate. Um, probably stiff not to win it, really. And I think he's getting out towards the backwell price. I thought 220 is probably bang on, and he's getting out to sort of 240 now. The market keeps trending that way. Do you see 260, 270? Um, I'd be... I'd be thinking it's him or Zaki that win it. Zaki does have everything kind of in his favour with the wet track coming and um, potential that he leads this race um, with Alligator Blood maybe taking his sit out to 2,000. I'm not 100% sure there. I think Gold Trip's a good place chance. Market's come for him 21 into 14, but uh, it's it's Animo's race to lose. I I couldn't really find a different angle, but to um, find him, if I had to have a bet in the race, it'd be on him. Okay, so we all agree that Zaki's a winning chance. What about your man, Assaulter from Malta? I'm Thunderstruck. Does he give him any chance? Well, you don't know yet. He can't win. Mm. How can he win? Oh, I think I think he struggles with, especially with the draw now. He can't win. Alligator blood, your horse. He can win, but it's got to. It's she's got to kick up, and he's probably got to end up on its back. Mm. The um, wetter the wetter the track, the worse his chance, though. Oh yeah, well, it's more testing for all of them. But I think that hurts all of them. I think that probably brings the the wet brings DK's horse, which Mr. You know, right side. It's easy to find because, like you say, if you say it's all crap, like we're talking Caulfield mm. Cup form, all the lead up weight for age form. Yeah, I think it's a it's a great angle. Seven dollars fifty. That's the problem. Who's the next one, Mister Brightside? Mister Brightside absolutely got to none. Absolutely swim, and it's oh, a winner at the Mooney Valley. It can swim, but what about the last four hundred and fifty meters? Where does it swim there? <laughs> it can swim for a mile, <laughs> but unfortunately, there's still a bend to go. Um, I, I actually hope that Laura Vindices just absolutely trots in, and you you try you have two hundred on it just in case, and forget to submit the bet. <laughs> I've been doing it a bit late. It's a non-submit yeah. button. Probably. You can't back Animo. Like it's just two dollars four. Well, you can, but you would be much. You can find a two dollar forty chance. It's a much better bet in a, you know in, in four thousand other races on the day. Uh, Zaki can win and, because it's going to be in the right spot, and some, nothing may run past it. And that's probably the sort of race. It's a scary. <clears throat> Cox Plate when there's nothing I can see that's like a, a specialist 2,000-metre horse. Mm. I think um, one of the best setups here is I thought Gold Trip. Well, yeah. I, yeah. Um, what but, race is it? Yeah, so it's got finally got blinkers on, the Cox Plate, Gold Trip. Has it got blinkers on its feet? 
I, I think it's a knockout. Yeah, oh, if, it, if it's wet, it's got some hope. And because they and it, testing, he wants it really testing, which I heard Ma say he's very similar horse to very similar profile form, everything to Sir Dragon Age. He said, I didn't think Sir Dragon Age was sharp enough to win a Cox Plate. Then they want to tear it on from the thousand on a testing wettish track. And it brought him into the race. Yeah, he's, he's going to need everything in his favour. So he's going to need that sort of setup. I think he's, um, not a, he's not a bad place chance, but um, it's a good chance of getting that too. If you're saying they're all going to be knocking up late, you know, he's going to stick, isn't he? You mm. definitely can't pen it. I, it's, you definitely can't. Definitely but, can't. It's one of the few. Isn't definitely... Animo the 2,000-metre horse? Like, he's won the might and power. He ran second in the Cox Plate last year, probably should have won. Bolted in the Rose Hill Guineas. The only like bad run at two thousand is the Queen Elizabeth. Like, is the only bad run of his career. I think opposite. I think opposite to you. I think he doesn't. I think he handled the valley horrifically last year. Like he tried to pull into the outside, and the horse said no, so he went back inside. I think if he's hey, got to come around, to go. he didn't say no. There was no run. Uh, I've, ne- I've never seen him handle Melbourne Way ever in any race, except for the Blue Diamond when you blokes were on for the lot. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. If he doesn't handle it, he's just better than him, isn't he? He is. He didn't but handle that's it last but He's got to handle it, and I don't think he will. He can win. I'm 100% he can win, but $2.40 is just mm. seems insanity to me for a horse that doesn't really like going that way. Mm. I could see the market heavily coming for Gold Trip. Uh, Law of Indices, I think it, that's the the wet track will kill him. Young Worth will just be out there for a Melbourne Cup trial and a look. He's probably going to be the big short, and if he uh, runs a bolting race, D-Lane rides a valley as good as anyone. Maximal wants a dry track. We've talked enough about Animo Profondo. Chad. Profondo. I, I do. Come on, take it off Richard Lip, please. You were saying oh, that's madness. It's in the. It just gets in the way. You do have your Doville legend button ready to push. You fell bogger wogger wong bloody looms up though because it will start short in the Melbourne $3. Cup if uh, if this horse wins the, the Cox Plate. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Went past it like it was stuck yeah. to the fence, and then obviously DK's uh, little special selection. It's got a bit of floating artist about this. When DK chimed in for that in the Melbourne Cup, he had a full head of steam. It's fi- finally DK's got a bit of a half horn for a Group One. I love it. DK <laughs> is that why he liked? Is that why like Benno in the Group One last week because it was the oh, closest yeah, yeah, thing to a mate that's ever been in a Group One. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been on that thing of Ron that Ron Quinrone, but he, fifty years ago, so it was a star of century that won the uh, they won a Group One in Sydney as a mate. Well, it's quite interesting. Like Maximal's only won one. Young Werther has only won one race, and then Gold Trips only won one race. So Gold Trips only won one race. Holy heck! Hey, Holy this heck. would be the like it's incredible, really. What- it's a great race. It's actually very similar to the you know some of the races. Previously. It's a great race. That's right. You can't. It's a great race. It's always a great. Not race. a betting race so from my can't. perspective, but it's a great race. Gold Trips are sneaky, sneaky for me. I love, I love the setup, and I think the yeah, the big teams will hammer it. Uh, I think that's it for the Cox Plate. So if you want more of uh, Nico's action, make sure uh, you jump in the shop and uh, check out his many yard mail. He'll give you the final uh, thoughts. And just on that, you did a complete reversal from the yard, Nico, last week and found Gold Trip out of the yard and nearly, nearly got the chocolates. What happened there? Fell into the- I'm telling you, it looked like a different horse compared to the Turnbull. It looked outstanding in the Caulfield Cup. You, you, you can tell on those sort of races, you can say, oh, this is a weight for age horse and the rest of these are handicappers. He just looked like the weight for age horse and he carried the weight of a weight for age horse. Sydney, that's probably what's got him beat. Um, but, yeah, he'll, he'll look outstanding again there and said, I wouldn't be shocked if he improved again. Um, he's just coming into his own, that horse. <gasps> is it when the jockey legs up and you see the shine of the Australian bloodstock colours reflecting off the dapples? <laughs> is that when you, when you really elevate the horses to the next level? Yeah. Max bet when that happens. He loves blue, doesn't he? He, he loves, loves Godolphin. He loves it. Loves, loves all that. Uh, Anything if, in blue. 
he should get, you know, if, if he gets a big, the Jamie Lovett tufter hair out the front. <laughs> if, if you ever, if he's going to have a, a big bet, we really want to have a put one on the line. He goes, got to get the Jamie Lovett haircut. Big listener of the show, Jamie. So a bit of a shout out to Jamie. Mm. He's not. So you say, so you say. <laughs> oh, good luck to everyone, the connections. And I'll tell you what, one of the owners of Gold Trip said that uh, he'd, he'd come up and do the, uh, he'd, he'd show, come up and if you agreed that Gold Trip was no chance, he said he'd shave your head live on air. In the cox plate? Yeah, if Gold oh, Trip won God, it. Mate. He'd yeah. bring the cox plate in well, and he'd shave yes. your head. No, oh, whatever. They keep, they're making money. Good luck to them. They ran second last week. I better get used to it. Let's uh, let's have a look at uh, another race. Let's let's go look at Randwick. Got a uh, steer the ship here. Race Randwick seven, on? Saturday. Race seven, oh. uh, Saturday. Here we've got uh, the Ken Callender and Maxi Presnell, two of the uh, two Seriously. of the two of the greats. There we've got Golden Mile favourite here, dollar seventy five. Wow, that looks short to my eyes. What eye. is this race? What is what what was this race? I've got no idea what it was. Nico, do you know what it was? It was the um, the Bondi, wasn't it? Is it? Is no, it, it's, so this not, is it? Million, is it? it's the new Bondi. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Wow. Rebadged already. One dollar seventy-five gold mile. Communist for eighty. Flag of honor eight dollars. A lot more love. Nine. Burgunder eighteen dollars. Basquay twenty. Brosnan twenty-one. Token capitalist seventy-one dollars. This is insane. What's this worth? You know the sickest thing is. What? DK's done his balls on token capitalist. It went for one <laughs> meter and fell off the other day, and he doesn't even remember the name. <laughs> he would not have even remembered if I just didn't remind him. Hold on. Oh. You could say, what was the name of that thing? I had no idea. <laughs> Absolutely. Get out a couple. We're going to, uh, I think Walt's going outside the square here and uh, Bergendart. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a testing 1600. It's going to be wet in Sydney again. And we're going back to, I think it was April, early in the year. And Bergender is third on the outside in the white sleeves. Gay bot horse. So no point showing the last start replay. It was on that. It was the last race that before the trip, the meeting was called off when they were told to stay away from the fence or whatever. So behind Oprah Ridge. Yeah, this was second start in a race. Just showed you know really good fight, and I think this is you know on a, on a track that's not insanity. Uh, this is what this horse is all about. He came back. He he, he ran quite well first up off a in an unsuitable race. I think it was twelve fifty or something around Canterbury. Then he just penned that run the other day. Blinkers on. I just think he's, you know, worth the risk. Golden Mile, I'm not really sure what they're doing. Obviously, the race is worth, you know, quite a bit of money. Unfortunately, I think he does tag the two leaders across and, and could end up right behind the the speed. I, I did like it when I first saw that he was drawn wide, Golden Mile, that he might be, you know, pretty vulnerable. But uh, there is a chance that, that Bowman will just suck straight across with Token Capitalist and Bagunda, so that's not ideal, but I just much rather find an angle away from Golden Mile on a what could be a testing surface over the mile. He, he showed the other day that this is definitely his outer limit, I think, of of distance. And and while he's entitled to be favourite, uh, um, and I, I can poke holes in sort of communist flag of honour. I think you know having a, a little spec on Bagunda each way is is a much better option than trying to play in the top end of the market here. Horse like Brosnan. Well, obviously he's had a setback, I, I believe. I don't know that for a fact, but I, I'm assuming that he was on his way to a spring champion derby sort of preparation, and now he shows up here, and I think he was scratched in between. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm not sure what happened with Brosnan, but he was shaping up okay, uh, as you know, from a derby perspective. Mm. He was a sort of oh, yeah. I haven't had a good look at it, but if mm. I I see the dollar seventy five, and I um, I want to start playing around the the start flinching, there. start flinching dollar seventy five that you. <laughs> Blue horse, one away, one away, one away. Nico, I just uh, took note of one thing in this race that B Shins went up to Sydney to ride on Saturday. So, if I'm 
if he can, if anyone's getting sort of a, the best out of a horse on Saturday, it's going to be B. Shin. He's absolutely flying. Yeah, it's the next race after that one is the one he's going up for. Hope he salutes. Mm. Interesting. So we'll uh, token capitalists. We might get uh, DK's opinion on that through the Discord chat uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Let him uh, give him some time to do the race and get, get his thoughts on that one. Spring champion. Yeah, what it sprung out of the gates that day like a gazelle. Yeah. Last up. <laughs> Burgunder, Burgunder is the uh, tip there. Eighteen dollars at uh, Top Sport. So have a little check on that and pray that's not absolutely the uh, old one by forty-four. So. I'd be suggesting is the option there. The, the forty-four the each, the place. Each play. Forty-four. Forty-four. <laughs> the win. Uh, good play. Spring champion stakes a cracker here. Elliptical four dollars twenty in from four sixty. Williamsburg four eighty. She's extreme. Glenn's got this one, five fifty. Uh, Sharp and smart, six dollars. Primito, eight dollars. Renaissance woman, eleven. Matcha latte, oh dear, twelve dollars. Conqueror, twenty six, and then Manzois, twenty six dollars, and that'll about do us. Let's have a look at uh, Primito here, and this is a uh, not a bad. Ooh. Yeah, oh, sure we're going. Sorry, race. we're going to elliptical first. Oh, elliptical. So oh, my the, the red with the blinkers, isn't it? Behind, sort of tracking up behind the white um, golden miles. Just outside it, so the up the, the different shots that sort of show that this horse was a little bit more held up than maybe it it um, it appeared here, and and once it sees daylight late, really starts to build its revs. Does look like two thousand meters is um, certainly more up its alley. Uh, very happy that Ostapenko down the outside didn't accept in this race. Uh, you've just got to you got to draw a line to to work out whether that's the right lead up form or not. Obviously, it wasn't the vintage guineas, pretty bunch margins. Time wasn't you know exciting, so. Uh, but the horse is lightly racing and on the upward spiral. Mm, looks like he'll go. He'll do two thousand, right? Mm, mm, yeah, and when one and Shin, like you're saying, Shin absolutely is a perfect rider for this sort of horse. He'll have it sort of a pair closer without bustling it early. He'll uh, he'll let it relax and uh, and uh, and save something for the back end. Mm. The next replay we're going to have a look at is Primito, uh taking on the older horses. Obviously, Cascadian uh, is a convincing winner here but there's Primito in the white with the purple and you've got uh big old tough just folk one of mine uh just going past him there so this horse is a horse i've been absolutely in love with uh i wish it was going to get a track like this on saturday you knew it would be uh w- would be a track that was had a bit of firmness about it i i just love this lead up form compared to the three-year-old form at least he's gone cascadian's absolutely flying like you say just folk you know there's not too many more honest horses around than it and i also love the seven day backup this this train is known to be a little bit soft on them so i think he made the right choice missing the mile race going to the 1800 seven day backup and hard run against older horses i find it hard to believe that that horse is not favorite to be fair i just think that that's well and truly the the, the right lead up form he's runs you know, before that, were were fine uh, in unsu- over unsuitable distances. Just couldn't quicken with the with the sharper horses. And now that he's out to two thousand meters, I think this is well and truly the horse to beat, Prometo. I'd sort of uh, yeah, I'd sort of agree. I think the race is sort of in two chances there. Nico, anything? Yeah, I thought Prometo was good last start. Um, you, I, I probably would have loved that to be in like fourteen days between runs. I know Walt saying they may be a bit soft on him, but. Uh, they did go like 16 and a half lengths above to the 600 on putting form. Like, it was a very fast on race, and they, I thought there may be a chance he's flat, but he might have needed it as well. Not really sure. Um, I don't know. I can't really get sharp and smart out of my mind. Like I I know he probably hasn't set the world on fire in his runs this prep, but I thought his winning the climbing was you know, solid enough. Um, Travelled into the race pretty well. I think he's just looking for 2,000 very quickly, this preparation, gets the visors on. 
Um, maybe hit the front last start with the blinkers on and sort of didn't realize where the other horses were. That can sort of happen when the blinkers are on. So, um, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't sort of find an angle in this race, to be honest. I thought there was, you know, Prometo, Elliptical, Sharp and Smart. They're all they're all there. Yeah, well, Melbourne form, mate. What about Elliptical, surely? Like, I saw a tweet there. Was a is tweet is there. the Guineas any good, though? Like, well, yeah, dead set. We're getting need... Golden Mile bet in the other race. Like, someone put a tweet the other day, and I could, if I could like it a hundred times, I would have. Someone said, is SF, Sydney form, even a thing anymore? Like, you know, because Melbourne horses like Giga Kick and all this, Giga Kick comes up and all the Melbourne horses are going up there winning everything. And so Elliptical will go up there and he'll win as well. What, what, so there's one, Giga Kick. What was the other, what was the everyone that made up to everything? Um, oh, <laughs> Hang on. Oh, I'll give I you a minute. I can't remember now. Oh, oh, Jack, Jack and O. Oh, Jack, Jack and O. Sorry. Yeah, Jack yeah, and two. O. Yeah. Good. Yeah, no worries. Um, and so what Brisbane form is it instead of Sydney form now? Because Brisbane horses win all your races, so. Well, Brisbane and Melbourne form are dominating most things at the moment. I think DK's got a point. And tell you what, DK stepped outside of his comfort zone. He was obviously on elliptical. There was some labour pains. There was kicking and screaming in our bet, Dr. That Chat. Day. He definitely backed elliptical. Yes, that was this race, yeah, like you've got to make the decision, is the Caulfield Guineas form the right form? Is the Prometo form, you know, a different form the right form? Or is the Brisbane winter and then coming back form of, of sharp and smart? And matcha latte, and, and then you throw in cheese extreme as well. But how how is matcha latte thirteen dollars if sharp and smart six dollars? Like I, I would say the wrong prices around. Yeah. Well, I don't know how the heck it could yeah. possibly beat at home on their last runs. Probably if Tommy Sherry was, uh, you know, uh, replaced here with someone else, I'd be you know supremely confident that matcha latte beats home sharp and smart no matter what happens. But you know, it's just an added thing. Then you've got Williamsburg who's going to potter around out the back, and how's he second favourite? It's a it's a like you, three or four different people could price this market completely different. Completely different. And then like, glean on, top me off. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really interesting race. Another, I don't think the markets made it a great betting race, but um, yeah, it's, it's it's there's many different angles to this race, so it's another good race to watch, hard race to bet it. But if you are going to unload on Prometo <laughs> and uh, hold on. Responsible. One by 44 again. Yeah, no, actually, well, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit, I've, I've got one of you, I've not bet into many, too, too many races early. I'm on elliptical at like 20s, Prometo at 25s, and and Manzois actually down the bottom, who I don't think's out of it, just had a horrible setup. I think it hasn't had a run for about three or four weeks, and, and Willie Pike, Gate 12, doesn't inspire huge confidence, and I'll uh, I'll probably have something on Machilado, and the rest will go around losers. Donny's best up next. Let's see what he likes at Doombin. G'day, boys. Donny here with. This weekend's best bets. We're going to Newman. It's going to be extremely heavy, so I found an absolute doozy wet tracker. Race seven, number one, Tappy's Lad, is a New Zealand horse that has won in absolute bog conditions in New Zealand. It's on the seven-day backup from last weekend at Eagle Farm where it raced off the rail on an inside day. Angela Jones, the gun apprentice, takes over. It'll roll forward. It's the fittest horse in the race. It'll be the one left standing if the races go ahead. At $11... It's a great each way bet. I think it should be favourite. So that's race seven, number one, Tappy's Lad. Then we go to race eight, Proper Rogue. It's a gun work tracker from the Golan Stable. This one will get back a little bit, but it handles the conditions. If they're able to make ground down the middle of the track, this horse is the one. It's the class horse in the field, and I think it'll win as well. So that's race eight, Proper Rogue. The best bet, race seven, number one, Tappy's Lad, each way. Good luck, gents. Tell you what, Donnie's uh, best is now sponsored by jwalterpricing.com.au. He's there saying Tappy's Lad, $11 chance should just be favourite. Is he, how much time are you spending with Donnie? If the races are on, what's going well, on? 
What's going on? Is there, is there a monsoon coming or something? Yeah, well, it's going to be we're, – we're mimicking their weather. So up here, like it has been raining heavily for the last 24 hours. I don't know where you've been, Walt, obviously smoking something. Has not rained. The jungle drums. Has not rained. What? What are you talking about, rain? It's absolutely. It's not stopped here. No rain. <laughs> I played tennis yesterday. No rain. What are you talking about? You've been smoking the bloody – the good stuff. It must be a long way between where are you? Up the road. He's not telling you where I am. You might lob on the front door. One no, person I know won't. DK wouldn't cross the street to say hello to me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not going to sit and watch him make two desserts ever again either. That was. That was just. Oh, that was piggery. That was piggery. <laughs> piggery. Like big meal. He had three courses. Three courses. Then ordered two sweets, not one, two, and the two. Hey, you had sweets. two bottles of red while I was eating my two sweets. So what are you talking about? As <laughs> this Gold Coast forecast. Good to see Walt. Just looks ahead. 35, up to 35 mil Friday, 45 Saturday, 35 Sunday. That's, um, that's the I've just looked post. up the, uh, yeah, no, the Dungeon Weather Report, no rain for the rest of the week. Yeah, mm. no, I'll be sweet. And then and then 15 today at uh, Brisbane, 35, 40, 25. So it's basically Ooh, the same. Well, why would they not race? What the heck? Do you, do you look at the weather before you do the form? I don't do the form up here. You don't need to. <laughs> No need to. No need to. Two uh, let's have a look at top sports steamers. We're not getting any smarter here. Uh, Moody Valley Saturday, race two, number four, Ashford Street, six hundred to eight dollars. Price hasn't moved. Nico, you want the bet or not? Wet tracker. Yep. Happy with it? Yep. You could take that for sure. Race nine, number five. This is Waltz five hundred at twenty six. Moanga, Annabelle. Mm. A bit of hot water. It's hard to knock Annabelle. any ruffy in the Cox Plate this year. It's just hard. Mm. Could be the charge of the light brigade. That's the nicest thing you've you ever could... said about Moanga. Mm-hmm. By not slagging it off. You could find better ways to spend five hundred in the cox plate. Ooh. You won't you mate, you got five hundred credit with with Scoot and you still haven't spent it, so you must be airborne. Don't worry about it. You just five hundred is nothing to you. Have you found a car, Nico? Yeah, I finally got a car. So t- yeah, did you get the I'm number back. plates, whatever that horse was called last week, the fifty chance? Uh, thank Christ you got a car. Because <laughs> the flood victims, I tell you what, all of a sudden getting a car's got a gazillion time worse. You just had about eight float, float down the street in Maribyrnong, let alone the country. Good luck getting a car out of Victoria. We'll just get a car in general. Adelaide race two, number 14, second to none. I haven't, found, I haven't had a look at this race yet. Anyone squeeze well, it? The, um, I'll be seeing what Kelton says there. That's a maiden, that race. That is a 1,200-metre maiden. On a Saturday? So I'm pretty pretty sure it's got two maidens to start. That was the old trick in the old days. G. Roberts used to say, tell me when Smurden was, was Adam set him up in the old days or someone set your horse up, set it up. Set it up for Morpheville on Melbourne Cup Day. There's, they run three maidens or four maidens, and as Scoot said, all these million bets coming through on the Melbourne Cup, you're going to put, put, stick something through, you get on. You know, the bookies are all going, yeah, yeah, bet, 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 and they bet huge on these maidens when they normally would only bet, you know, small. That was, so, that was um, the days before yeah. the corporates had a moat around their system and guard. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> holy shit, and crocodiles and everything. Oh, my God. It's not bad, though. Like, imagine all the bookies that just got put up the price and they got no idea and out the sticks. Great. Yeah. yeah. Get blokes everywhere on the dog and bone. Sting. Mm. Oh, I'd have to go through how it was in the old days. The young punters wouldn't believe, you know, wouldn't believe how they, the bookies used to put up the prices off the tote. Like, like so what's the tote, what the early totes were, and then if it's $13 on the tote, they put up 10 If it's seven, like one bookie, the, the bookie supervisor would come past and say, right, Nico, you're up on race one, Scoot race two, Walt race three, DK race one. No one had done any form. Bookies don't do form. So they just put them up off the tote and then you say, hello. You just pray one, you pray, you find one and it's been hidden away, please go up a big on the tote because you knew if it goes up double figures on the tote, you're going to get eight or nine bucks. Randwick race 10, number three, acquitted $250 at 18 is this one. Uh, you probably haven't even, Clemenso, Bacchanalia, Belarus, Samut. Yeah. 
yeah, oh, I'm going to just plead the fifth there. Mm. I'm not going to say no at any horse at whatever price that is, but um, I did. I did. I think it's a pretty good horse to moot. Outstanding. All right. So there's plenty of action. Head to LittleBirdie.tv or our uh, shop, and you'll uh, you'll get set there. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week.